All right, everybody, welcome to the Science of Golf Performance long-form show. My name is Bobby. To my right is... I'm Alex. To my left is... Is this your left? That is. Okay. Oh, my name's Chris. <laughs> hey, everybody. <laughs> so thanks for joining us today. Hopefully you've been following along with our other YouTube content uh, or maybe even our Par for Success TV channel. So today we're going to talk about uh, ways that you can stop feeling tight in your golf swing. All right, this is incredibly common in golfers. They're feeling like they're getting stuck. They're not getting into the positions they're looking for in their swing. Maybe you're taking some lessons to try to improve that. Let's talk about what you can do either at home, in the gym, et cetera, to help you stop feeling tight. So, Chris, you've been doing this a long time, right? What are some common issues that you see or common complaints, people coming in feeling tight in their golf swing? I think the the important piece of this is, is that they feel tight, yeah. right? I think that's yeah. the key here is, yeah, everyone, oh, I feel tight. And my favorites, the especially a lot of the, the lady golfers, I feel so tight today. And they go down and they like palm the ground is like stretching their <laughs> hamstrings like, uh, you you ain't tight. <laughs> I know you feel tight. And I think that's there's a difference a lot of the times between feel mm -hmm. and real. So, oh, yeah. and I think a lot of times in the golf swing, we'll see people talk like getting a full turn. Mm -hmm. And they'll say, oh, I don't, I, I can't get all the way back. I feel really, really tight. And then they'll say in my shoulder or in my hip or in my back. I think the key is it's never usually, the area that's actually tight is never usually the area that they feel it. It's the area that they feel it in. So if you're, if you're getting to the top of your backswing and you feel tight, where you feel it, that's probably what you're attempting to use to make up for a deficit in a different area. For sure, yeah. I mean, a lot of people come in and they've been trying to work on that tight area and they're not seeing results. I think you hit it like square on it's probably there's something going on elsewhere that's causing that continued tightness so 9.732 times out of 10 yes that, that would be that would be accurate awesome <laughs> uh, so alex so you work with all of our in-house people talking to a lot of people online what are some common complaints that people are having with hey i've tried this it's not working yeah i think one of the main things we see is a lot of Static stretching, so holding things like you see people stretching their, their biceps like this, <laughs> holding it, and do the tricep stretch in here. That looks a little like tight. That. It's that is, it feels tight okay, for me. Right. Yeah. Strong <laughs> <shoe>. <laughs> but yeah, so a lot of static stretching and people do it over and over again. They're like, I stretch all the time, but maybe I need to stretch more because it's not working. Uh, on the virtual side, the virtual clients, I get a lot of, I do yoga three times a week to stay mm -hmm. flexible. Um, but I think that's another way of, you know, we're sure we're stretching. And I think yoga is a great, like, it's supposed to be like a meditative thing almost. It doesn't really make you flexible. It can make you feel good in the short term. Oh, yeah. You get some benefits from it, like cognitively, I think more than mm -hmm. actually physically. <laughs> so, it, you know, we're linking it tissue that does nothing to actually help your golf performance. I never tell people not to do yoga because maybe they like it. Maybe that actually helps them with yeah. the recovery and mentally. Um, but just don't think that that's aiding in you being more flexible or your golf performance at all. Yeah, right. It's not, it's not going to add strength. It's not going to, yeah, it's not a standalone product, quote unquote. Right. right. Like, I think as part of a bigger program, like a more holistic program and an approach, I know we have a lot of like our LPGA girls, like yeah, they love to do it in, in conjunction. Mm -hmm. But uh, I know we've said it before, like if, if you're hypermobile and you go do tons of like yoga, or, you know, basically the number one thing that's going to help you prevent injury if you're hypermobile is strength training. Right, um, right. Now, the 65-year-old guy who can't move, yoga would be helpful probably. 
<laughs> you know, anything that's going to help move them through. But I think regardless, I think it's it's you need to have a, that targeted approach and know like kind of going back to where we started is you're feeling tight. Okay. Right. So that's we've, you've identified there's something that doesn't feel right. Well, we need to figure out what we need to do to actually Im- like impact that in a meaningful way. Exactly. And not be the guy who comes in or the girl who comes in. Oh, I've been doing this for the last 10 years. I stretch my hamstrings every day. And you say, great, let me see you touch your toes. And they get to their shins. Right. It's like, and they're like, so I need to stretch more? No, the thing you've been doing for the last 10 years ain't working. <laughs> Don't do more of it. Like, maybe let's try a different road. Exactly. If you drive down the same road and it's a dead end every single time, don't keep driving down and hoping magically it's going to turn into a freeway. Like that's not going to happen. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think it's a matter of like figuring out a, where is the actual problem? But then right. B, you know, why are you feeling tight? Is it a tissue length issue? Mm-hmm. Is it a neuro issue? And, right. Um, so I think that's the first step is figure out where the actual problem is. Right. So assessing is super important, right? Even right. if you're feeling tight in one area, Again, that doesn't necessarily mean that's where the problem is. But then the other, I've seen plenty of people come in, I feel tight in my backswing. You made a good point earlier, my hamstring feel tight and you're palming the ground. It's like, okay, well, let's do a total body assessment to actually see, or maybe even a swing assessment, right? Use something like the cave vest or use some video feedback to see, hey, this is actually where we're not getting as much motion as we want to. Mm-hmm. Let's try to work on that instead. And I think a great self-tool for you know, for you watching right now, I think it was episode 20 or 21, we talk about like the actual home assessment. Right. Uh, especially in the mini series, like how to go through it and what the results mm-hmm. mean. And um, So and we can download, you can download the home assessment and we can put the link in the description here. Right. Um, that's a great way, like doesn't cost you anything other than 10 minutes of your life, uh, but it's going to give you a ton of information as to where the problem probably actually is. Right. And we would try to boil that down to literally the most important things, right? So if you're, doing fine in all those areas and that's great but how many people have we seen that pass all of those home assessment tests very minimal there's usually one or two that were yeah. And, yeah. If, and if that is you then that's where you know either it's you come in if you're local comes we're happy to see you and do kind of a more deeper dive but i think right. that's where you, know, you can if someone locally who's got the KVS and can go into a deeper you know deeper screens looking at other areas and, right. and that sort of it's a, definitely is a top like minimal effective screen that that, that is the home assessment is um, but yeah, then you, then you need, if you pass all that and you still feel like you got a problem, you definitely need to seek out a, an expert. <laughs> right. So, so I talking about assessing, that's great, but how do we fix some of these common areas? So from the PT side of things, right, we do a lot of soft tissue work. So what are kind of the common things that I guess we both can talk about? Some people are either not familiar with soft tissue work or they are, but they might not be doing it correctly. Yeah, I think the, I just wish that they didn't name a foam roller a roller because yeah. i think it just has this mis- this misnomer <laughs> that like people are like oh i got a roll on it back and forth and so people just kind of roll oh. up and down roll up and down i'm like oh it hurts like hell and it's like it's doing good right and you're like no it's not <laughs> uh, and so i think that's where it's really more that pin and strip where you know depending on the tool you're using like a foam roll is a broad stroke tool right if it's you're crazy tender and sore or like actually we had a member here today complaining of knee pain mm-hmm. and he's like well i've been rolling great let's go to softball and then he like was jumping off the, like his yeah. daughter was laughing hysterically at him, <laughs> um but it was like you know it's just it was the wrong tool and so and there's this misconception like, i'm rolling it and it hurts so that's it's like helped a little bit but really understanding that you know the smaller the surface area the the better that's going to dig into the tissue find that spot that's uncomfortable that's tissue that isn't the way it's supposed to be mm-hmm. and then pin and strip it you know try to lengthen the tissue get the fascia and the muscle to glide better right. restore those normal mechanics of the tissue and things 
tend to move a hell of a lot better. Like 9.7324 times out of 10. (laughs) (laughs) I would say the biggest issue, just like you said, is people actually rolling around on the roller, right? Again, let's go 9.85 times out of 10, right? If I just get you to find the tender spot and lay down on it and actually apply some pressure, right? Use some physics principles to push some fluid out of that built up muscle, right? Uh, That will solve the issue most of the time, right? If you're just rolling back and forth on it, you're actually not creating any change. So if we apply that pressure, if we move the muscle itself underneath that pinned area, that's what's gonna help things most times. Yeah, and I think that's good to educate people on because they think the roller is literally just for rolling and then, oh, that's all I have to do, roll on it and then I'm good, okay. Yeah, so I think that's good to actually educate them on what that's actually doing. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. So then we also have a lot of, I mean, I, I wouldn't really call them stretches, right? We, we put this in most people's programs, whether virtual or in person, right? Something like the, um, you know, shoulder external rotation drill where you're up against the wall, you're lifting off, right? We have a bunch of those that we like to use for your hips, D-spine, neck even, right? Um, so how does that kind of fit in your programming, Alex? Yeah, so after we have addressed the tissue that's tight or needs to be activated or we're on the, the lacrosse ball getting deep into the tissue, mm-hmm. uh, maybe we've lengthened it, lengthened it a little bit more, now we need to load it somehow. Um, so this is where strength training comes in, resistance training comes in. Mm-hmm. We need to load what we've just worked on to increase that range of motion in some instances, um, to kind of stick that position, not just from a physical standpoint, from a neural standpoint as well. So if we just work on external rotation for the shoulders, we've rolled it out, we've done some of those just body weight movements, maybe now we're getting a band and we're doing some face pulls, we're putting some tension on it, we're teaching the position and we're strengthening the muscles that need to be strengthened to get into that position more optimally. Mm -hmm. I would say a big, portion of that, and that's why I kind of I love the way we structure our programming, is so many people come in feeling tight, and it's much more a weakness issue than it is a tightness issue, right? Your body isn't comfortable getting into those positions, and what better way to get them comfortable than put a little load on it, do some good form, and move that muscle through a range of motion. The weight kind of forcing you into that movement, the, mm-hmm. the correct movement where you should be. Right. And there's a whole lot of like neurological benefit to it as well. Don't think of it just as getting stronger, right? Your body's getting more comfortable. It's allowing you to get into those positions a lot better with some extra load that, you know, uh, anything you know, static stretching, like we talked about yoga, isn't quite going to get. Right. So, yeah, and I think the, if with your not loading and you're only doing, like, which isn't bashing yoga, it's just, I think it's a common thing place yeah. people go to. Right? People are familiar they with think, it. I want to get flexible, so they, oh, yoga, that'll help me get more flexible. But it could just be stretching at home. You know, a lot of some people turn to like a Pilates type program. Right. And, right. And so, but I think the, the, regardless of what avenue you're taking as the golfer, if you have a lot of mobility and you can't control it already, mm-hmm. going to get more mobility so you hopefully stop feeling tight is actually going to make it worse. Mm-hmm. So, um, so <laughs> I think that's where the, the assessment is so critical. To figure out why do you like the first question if you feel tight your first question should be why mm-hmm. and then the question should be where mm-hmm. and it's not where you feel it nine point i think you said what seven you, three four seven three you four well, you said eight one two so i'm gonna that go was eight two rolling. three all right okay eight, all right <laughs> anyway we digress so but yeah i think it's just it's a matter of no exactly a why are you feeling tight is it a weakness is it an actual joint block 
-hmm. like in which case you can roll till the cows come home you can pin and strip i think surgery is the only way you're getting rid of a bony block um you know or is it a tissue not colliding correctly in which case pin and strip is a huge of huge benefit right or maybe it's not structural it's not tissue it's just neuro Mm -hmm. in which case you know then that's the solution exactly so any other points on, you know, common things that we see or common solutions we have for golfers that are feeling tight or have we pretty much hit most of what we see and, and help people out with? I think actually, real quick before we wrap up, mm-hmm. Alex shared a cool story with me today. Uh, you had one of our members was squatting and like they, mm-hmm. their back started feeling tight. Um, I think that's a common thing that a lot of golfers will feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. yeah, so we had Dean in here and he was doing back squats. So he's... And he's like six. The 60s, mid 60s, yeah. 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 So he's not 18. So this is <laughs> this is you know most golfers that we work right. with. Yeah. So he's having some pain, tightness that he felt in his side, upper, uh, low back, upper mm-hmm. glute, upper hip area, uh, which is very common, obviously here in, in the golf world. And so instead of you know stretching it, and what we did is in between sets of him squatting. And, you know, we kept squatting and didn't completely take him away from it. Just in between squats, we went and we took a lacrosse ball. We rolled out his glutes and his deep rotators a little bit for a couple minutes in between sets. Every time he did a set, it felt a little bit better, felt looser, um, and eventually to the point where he didn't feel it much at all anymore. So that's a good example of, you know, finding, like assessing yourself and using a movement to determine if it's working or not. Yeah, right. And when you do it the right way, the cool thing, he got to keep working out. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. as he kept lifting, he got better. <laughs> right. Um, but that was because you had the right diagnosis. You knew the right area, you pin and strip it. So, cool. That's a great story, Alex. So, hopefully, you found this all informative. Um, hopefully, you like this. Throw us a like down on the bottom. Thank you. We appreciate it. Subscribe to the rest of our awesome content. We're going to have a mini series talking about how you can do some of these exercises, kind of assess where you are, and then start working on some things at home. Um, So hopefully you enjoyed it. See you guys next time.